Welcome. 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 You're listening to Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. The Bricks. Hey everyone, welcome back to Built by Us. The Bricks. In case you're new here, Bricks are our shorter episodes where we share just a bit more about the pieces that make North Carolina truly built by us. Today, we wanted to take some time to share your stories back to you. As many of you know, with the election quickly approaching, we are in the midst of training up this year's incredible set of vote protectors. So we're going to share today some firsthand accounts from vote protectors who were on the ground in 2020 to get you excited about voting really soon. Exactly. It's story time, everyone. Gather around. Jennifer from Wake County shared with us that an entire family of three generations came to vote, but they needed some accommodations. Grandma couldn't go inside, and the sisters had to take turns staying with the kids who were in the car. Since there was no curbside voting signage at my site, I helped them find a good place to park, alerted the precinct officials that there was a curbside voter waiting, and answered their questions so they could figure out how to best coordinate the whole family voting inside. Jennifer really made a difference in three generations. We love that for her. That's a lot of votes. She really crushed it. Her impact. (laughs) (laughs) Our next story is from Christy. And Christy wrote to us that I was helping a couple reach the correct door to enter the polling place when one of them stated that he wasn't able to vote because he had served time in jail. I encouraged him to use the voter lookup website to check his eligibility status and let him know if there was any confusion inside that he could request a provisional ballot. When he and his companion left, he was so happy. He said he was really glad he got to vote. I'm happy I could help him exercise his right. Mm. Christy was able to share two really important pieces of information. I mean, the voter lookup tool is super important and reminding this person that even if they went inside and, you know, the answer was no to a regular ballot, that the provisional ballot was there too, you know? Exactly. Next, we have a nice um, immersive story from Autumn, who volunteered in Robinson County. She says, I arrived just before 6.30 a.m. and quickly set up my station with a table to force a safe six-foot distance and a blanket to warm my thin blood. I heard roosters crowing and donkeys hee-hawing. It was bliss. Here I was, a nonpartisan vote protector for the 2020 election day. I was ready for my adventure to begin. I quickly noted that the locals here had a dialect all their own. Now, I have been in North Carolina for 16 years and with some of the best Southern country girls down here, but this was so different altogether. The sound and word substitutions kept me on my toes all day. But as for protecting the vote, I noticed a few things were out of compliance and approached the chair of Robinson County Board of Elections who just happened to be visiting. He helped me correct every single one of them. So today I help some good people vote, some for the very first time. One woman who was driven by her daughter was blind and worried that she couldn't vote, but she really could. An elderly brother and sister who couldn't read or write were worried they couldn't vote either, but they got the assistance they need and were able to cast their ballots. A university charter bus brought several college students who were all away from home and alone for their first time voting. They were all worried they couldn't vote and all but one of them was able to, but I quickly got that last one set up for her two hour drive home to vote in her home precinct where she was already registered. She was an African-American voter and was worried that if she cast a provisional vote, it wouldn't be counted due to the voter discrimination and intimidation her family had encountered in previous elections. But later that night, she messaged me and told me that her vote counted. I tell you these things through joyful tears in my eyes because not one of us knows how hard some fight to cast their vote. We won't ever know until we ask. 
I spent the day listening and not once did I share my political views as it's not allowed, but it didn't even matter. What mattered was that our democracy was working. The American people were voting and it was a beautiful thing. Now I have crawled into my favorite candidate t-shirt and I'm ready to pace the floors while I watch the evening unfold. Sending light, love and support to all of you. Polls close in 30 minutes. Let's do this. Hashtag we vote. I love this story because it's so nice to see how much Autumn enjoyed being a vote protector. She really brought us along. Our next story is from Don in Wake County. And Don says, when we arrived at our early voting site on 1031, one of the partisan poll readers immediately came up to us and said, I'm so glad you are here. She said she had been requesting vote protector presence since she had been having some problems with some of the other partisan poll greeters, blocking the sidewalk or using inflammatory language. My partner and I were so happy to help and sat and watched the voters process through all morning with no problems. I was feeling a little guilty that we weren't doing anything, but everything looked fine to me. Towards the end of our shift, I asked her how she thought the morning had gone because we didn't see any issues. And she replied that it was so much better just because we were there. I appreciated knowing that our four-hour round trip to the coast actually made a difference, even if it wasn't easy to see. I love this story from Dawn because I think this is a common occurrence with vote protectors. You know, we train our vote protectors to be able to deal with tons of issues, but at the end of the day, we don't want them to have to because we want we want voting to go smoothly. So I think this was a good way for us to see that um, even if it doesn't feel like you're doing something, you really are. Exactly. Election Protection at work. Hmm. Another anonymous vote protector wrote in to say that it was quiet all day at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte. There were not even any lines, but I did manage on two occasions to explain to unhoused people that they were entitled to register and vote. So I explained to them how they could show on a map where they usually stayed and that would count as their registration address. Each of them came out standing a little bit taller and thankful for the help. Monica from Wake County told us, right when I was getting out of my car, wearing the yellow t-shirt with the hotline magnet on my car, a guy drove up and asked me if this was the polling site. Turns out it was his first time voting and he was nervous, so he wasn't really seeing the signs for the entrance. But he did see my t-shirt and the magnet. That's why we love our bright yellow t-shirts. Exactly. If you've ever heard us tell you, get ready to get your yellow shirts out. This is why. Because our vote (laughs) protectors are noticed and recognizable by their big magnets and bright shirts. (laughs) So Christine from Buncombe County actually has a directive for all you listeners. Christine says, do it. Being a vote protector is a direct support system of the voting experience. The good, the bad, and the ambiguous. This work makes you a smarter, better informed citizen. And it's one of the few ways that you can be sure you help someone vote who might otherwise not have been able to. And it's one of the few ways that you can be sure you help someone who might not otherwise have been able to vote. Sounds like Christine wants you to sign up. What Christine said. (laughs) And volunteering in Harnett County met a young man who came and asked if he could change his registration and vote. He was an active duty military and had moved several times recently. We told him that there was no same day registration on election day, but we encouraged him to go inside and ask if he could vote a provisional ballot. He came out a while later and said they did allow him to vote a provisional ballot. We were so pleased to be able to make sure that someone who risked their life to defend our country was able to vote. 
my favorite part about vote protector stories is hearing is hearing the fact that they got to make a difference and making somebody's voice be heard. You know, somebody was going to walk away from a poll that day um, feeling like they didn't get to say everything they wanted to say. And our vote protectors in their yellow shirts made the difference in that feeling. And I think that's important enough. That's so right. So Lynn, who volunteered in McDowell County, uh, said that they were assigned to check on three polling places in 2020. And they wrote that two of them had police cars parked in the front. I called that into the hotline and was told the issue would be elevated and that the board of elections would be contacted. Within 20 minutes, both of the police cars were gone. We actually talked about this in our recently released election protection report, where we talked a lot about different calls and issues that we ran into in the 2020 election that our vote protectors experienced. And this was a pretty common one. A lot of our vote protectors were there to make a difference in creating a welcoming and inclusive environment at our polling places where people felt safe enough to actually go in and cast their ballot. Mm, Agree. Our next story is from Allegra, who volunteered in Guilford and had a really great story. Allegra told us that a pregnant woman with three kids in the back of her car drove up to be served at curbside voting. She was tired and wanted to vote, but her kids were getting antsy with the wait. I asked the curbside voter custodian if he could help expedite her voting and asked her if she wanted the package of crackers and the bottle of water. She did, and those helped her kids settle down. She voted and left, thanking me for helping her. I just love a wholesome story, right? Like you got a whole family, you're teaching, even though your kids are antsy in the car, you're teaching them that like this matters to you by, you know, like they, they watch you, they see everything. So they see you voting and you spending the time, even if you're a little stressed out as a mom with a lot of children. Exactly. And like, look, people, we know voting is hard. And I think it's important to show that vote protectors make it so that voting isn't as hard because it really shouldn't be a difficult process. And so I think it's cool that we had a vote protector there to help this woman, you know, just have a seamless voting process, which is what it should be. For sure. One of our final stories comes from Laura from Durham County, who wants our listeners to know that It was cool seeing how communities came together during an election, the civic duty of it all. At my second site on election day, I was observing a mostly black precinct and the staff and volunteers knew a lot of the voters personally. They were greeting people, talking about how their kids had grown, that sort of thing. One poll worker even joked that the voters should follow the yellow brick road to the polling site. It was nice to see that community spirit, not to mention people made sure I was eating, which was sweet. That is sweet. I love the community vibe that our vote protectors get to be a part of when they go to different counties in North Carolina. Yeah, I think it's also just related to what you were saying about how voting can be stressful because there's barriers that show up, but it also can be a really joyous experience because everyone's so excited to go vote. And if you're in a close knit community, like the one Laura experienced, you can just, you're having a party at the same time. Exactly. It's a party. Ain't no party like a voting party. Our final story is from Jill, all the way from Buncombe County. And Jill has advice for all of you listeners out there who are going to be vote protectors this year. Jill says, be prepared for anything but hope for nothing. If you've learned anything from all the stories that Taylor and I have read today, it's that being a vote protector is a mixed bag of experiences. You know, we can't We can't guarantee everything that's going to happen. But one thing that we can guarantee is that you will be making a difference in whatever community you choose to support. That's right. So 
If you haven't signed up to be a vote protector yet, but now after listening to all these amazing stories, you want to, you should head over to demnc.co slash VP trainings or the events section of our website. And you can sign up for a training. They are going through April 23rd. And who knows, maybe Taylor and I will be reading your story next. (gasps) Whoa. Send them in. (laughs) Connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at democracync. Or you can visit our website at democracync.org.